0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the iOS Lead Essentials Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Kayo. And in this edition of the iOS Lead Essentials Podcast, we're going to be talking about creating content as an iOS developer. And if we
1: do a good job, at the end of this podcast, you should realize why creating content is probably one of the best investments you can make as a software developer. Exactly. Very true. So let's dive right into it. So we've been mentoring iOS developers for a long time now, many years. And they really get the value of improving their technical skills. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to creating content, it's probably one of the hardest things to convince them because it's a bit counterintuitive. Why should I create content? I'm not a, a blogger, I'm not a content creator, I'm a developer. I should write code, not write articles or produce videos on YouTube.
0: That's exactly right. It doesn't fit the role. The role is iOS developer and you are identifying yourself by writing apps, by writing good systems and writing articles and making videos on YouTube. That's, that's not it. So yeah, it's counterintuitive and I totally understand the obstacle it presents. You know, how hard it is to do it.
1: Yeah, in the beginning of my career, I was also running away from this. I didn't want to create content. I wanted to write code. But I had good mentors that kept telling me, you need to create content, you need to create content. And I would say, why?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I would not do it. And yeah. I missed a lot of opportunities. And now that I know the value of it, I've seen it with my own eyes, over and over. I'm trying to pass this knowledge forward. And our mentees do the same thing as I did. They don't believe that there is any value in creating content. So let's address some of the objections around creating content as a software developer. So... Why is creating content one of the best investments iOS developers can make in their career?
0: Because it's probably the best way to showcase your skills. Provide value to the market while maximizing your reach. How many people you can actually reach and help. And it's an easy and cheap way of doing
1: so. It costs literally nothing but time. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, it is a cost-effective way of reaching new people, helping new people, and open up opportunities for you. Because, let's say, every time you want to switch jobs or find a new contract, if you don't have a trace online of who you are, of your skills, if no one knows you, it doesn't matter how good you are. It will always be hard to find good opportunities. Every time you need to find a new job, a new contract, you start from scratch. Yeah. You go after the companies. You go after opportunities. And it's always a race. But... If you create the content, good content, consistently, the companies will run after
0: you. Okay, so we have some dependency inversion there going on. Exactly. No
1: pun intended. (laughs) Yes, and that's the power of creating content,
0: good content, consistently. Exactly, and consistently is a key word here, because creating good content is an investment. It's going to take some time, so you shouldn't create a blog post or two or a video or two and expect to see results immediately. Yeah. Don't expect Google
1: to call you the next day offering you a high paying position. Yes. yes. As a
0: lead engineer, there. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. But again, the keyword is consistency. You need to be doing this all the time. You need to be helping others all the time. You need to provide value to the market all the time. So you stay relevant. And as you said, others will come to you. You don't have to go to others.
1: Exactly. You help others. You build a
0: reputation. You show your
1: skills over and over. People are going to start sharing your content if you help them. And suddenly you're going to reach key people that can offer you better opportunities. You can network with more experienced developers. You can learn from them. And it's a win-win scenario to everyone. You probably read or watch a lot of content online from people you like. Mm-hmm. And they consistently produce content. Even though they are famous already and they have good jobs, good contracts, they still produce content. Why? Right. <laughs> Why do so many developers go to conferences, present their ideas in talks? Why do they keep creating videos? Why do they keep creating articles? Why do they write books? Because they share the knowledge, they deliver
0: value, and they increase their reputation and their opportunities. That's it. The market appreciates what they have to say and what they have to present. And in what form the market appreciates them? Well, by allowing them to join great companies, great teams, work in valuable projects, you know, like this sort of thing. So this is the kind of reciprocity going on. But you need to do the work. You need to do the work continuously, deliver continuously. That doesn't mean you should dedicate most of
1: your time to creating content, but sometimes. Once a week you can release maybe a short article. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a lot of time, dedicate I don't know half an hour. it pays off
0: immensely. You don't need big productions: Certainly not. because the whole point is save time to someone else. Can you help them by saving some time to them? If yes, then that's it. you don't need a big production, you don't need like a fancy website or fancy equipment to record the videos. If you can make someone's life easier, <laughs> that's it. So for example. Back in 2014, I was working
1: for a company in London, and as a lead developer, one of my responsibilities was to interview people. I remember how hard it was to screen all of them. There were so many CVs. And unfortunately, most of them have no blog, have no social media, or they have social media but they never post anything. So you don't know what they care about, you don't know their values, you don't find any code examples on GitHub, you have nothing. nothing. So you have to call all of them and spend hours and hours and hours wasting both our times. Because if it's not a good fit, it's not just about the company. It's about the candidate wasting their time as well. Yeah, for sure. But if you have a good blog, a good YouTube channel, a good Twitter account where you're posting constantly, a good GitHub portfolio of applications, you save your time, you save the company's time, and you're going to get more opportunities. That's it. For example, one of the candidates sent a very nice CV, it was well-structured, and at the top of the CV, there was a link to his blog. I click on the blog, I read it, bunch of blog posts explaining challenges he had with developing iOS apps, sharing experience with others, and he showed there was a person that cared about everything he was doing. The blogs looks nice, the content is good, he helped me screen his skills quickly. So both of us were not starting from scratch. When we had a phone call, it was much easier to understand that this would be a good fit for the team. And that candidate was Mike. <laughs> 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 that is true. Yep. And he got the job. Everyone in the team liked his blog, liked his CV, liked talking talk to him, and that's it. He got a job easily because he did the work beforehand promoting himself, delivering good content. And that's how important it is to dedicate some time
0: to promote yourself. Exactly. It's a no-brainer. If you're after a remarkable career, you need to do this. You need to take the time and provide the value. You're doing a favor to others, and of course, if you're doing a favor to others, you're doing a favor to yourself as well.
1: That's it. So let's talk now about some objections regarding creating content. The common ones, like, "I would like to create content, but I don't have time." I mean, yeah, we all have other priorities, right? So if you don't have time, that's okay. But every time you look for a job, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to find good opportunities. You'll be always running after opportunities rather than opportunities running after you. So it's a trade-off. You need to balance. What is your priority?
0: It's also sometimes we hear developers saying, I don't have time to do that. But what they actually mean is I don't have that much free time. Rather, I don't want to allocate it in something I don't know how to do. So in this case, actually... You should just try to plan better what you can share with others. Because if you think about it, I don't think it actually needs that much time. You can share whatever you're working on or the challenges you have at work, the challenges you have uh, at your personal project or how you learn so others can benefit from your insights.
1: Yeah, the content doesn't need to be long. No. It doesn't need to take hours and hours to create it. Yeah. For example, you're reading a book and you see a nice quote. Highlight it, annotate it, and then you can write some content around that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be helping promote that book. So you might get some reciprocity from that. Yeah. You are teaching people about some a new concept you learned. And it could be maybe, what, five paragraphs. Start small. Don't try to write a book if you're just starting out. No. Create a short blog post, maybe four paragraphs.
0: Start small. Yeah, exactly. Manageable chunks of work that will give you the necessary momentum to continue indefinitely and keep providing value indefinitely. And of course, as you do it, you're going to become better. You're going to learn more. You're going to be able to help even more the good people out there.
1: What is the formula? Consistency before excellence. Be consistent, then you become excellent. So if you don't have time, Don't allocate a lot of time. Make short pieces of content and start from there. And as you get momentum, you dedicate more time to it. Because you're also going to see more returns from that. It's going to give you more incentives to keep going. Also, don't try to create your own blog from scratch. I know we love to write code, but don't don't do it. You don't need to do it. Just get a ready blog. Something that's going to get you started quick. If you don't have a blog yet, don't create one. Just find one... Wordpress, Squarespace, I don't know. Anything that's going to get you started quick. Find a free solution, get a domain, and start posting quick. Yeah. Because if you make it difficult, you're not going to do it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Or you're not going to do it consistently. Make it easy in the beginning. Consistency before excellence. So, next objection iOS developers have against creating content. I tried. But no one likes, reads, or watches my content, right? And yeah, when you start out, no one's going to read. No one's going to watch. No one's going to like what you post there.
0: As a matter of fact, I think that's the right passage. No one is going to like what you're writing because no one knows you. Why does no one know your blog, your Medium page, whatever, your YouTube channel, whatever? It's because there is no momentum. You do not it provide... Just started. Exactly. <laughs>
1: that's that's normal. You say no one likes or reads my stuff. Yeah, because you just started. That's yep. natural. So understand that this is normal. Yes. When you understand it's normal, you're not surprised by it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I just posted my first blog post or my tenth blog post. No one watches it. Yes. We've been doing this for what? Four years? And we don't get a <laughs> bunch of engagement still. Because you don't need a lot of engagement. What you need is the right engagement. Yes. We want to talk to the right people, yes. to like-minded people. For example, we like to talk about technical excellence, clean code, architecture, testing strategies, and that's not popular topics. <laughs> it's very niche. Yeah. So we're not going to get a lot of likes, and we know that. Yeah. We're not going to get a lot of shares, and we know that. We could get much more engagement by talking about more popular stuff, but we're just not interested in that because we want to talk to people like you that is watching us right now Mm-hmm. There's listening to us right now, and they care about the same things we care about. They care about technical excellence as a software developer. so we produce content for that audience, and that's how we find the right engagement. People that like our content are the people we like to talk to, yeah, so just be consistent, be yourself, create the content you like to talk about, and you're gonna find like-minded people. you're gonna help like-minded people and you're gonna find opportunities around like-minded people. So you don't need a lot of engagement, especially in the beginning, unless you want to be a content creator and you want to make a living out of this thing. And that's a
0: different thing. Yeah. You're talking about a business, basically, there. Yes. You have a completely different set of marketing that you need to do and you have different incentives there. You're not doing it for the same reasons anymore.
1: Yeah. If you're selling ads in your blog and you want to make a living out of this, You need a lot of people visiting your blog, yeah. but that's not our strategy. We have no ads in our blogs. Yeah. We're just sharing content because we want to find like-minded people. And then like-minded companies come and talk to us and we get amazing contracts. That's how it works.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So if your content is delivering value to an audience, your opportunities to work in good projects with like-minded people will increase drastically. Just be consistent, you don't need a lot of engagement, you need the right engagement, and a lot of people will read your blogs, but they will not like or share it, but they love it. They just don't like or share yeah, that's their choice. that's it, and some people are gonna
0: dislike it that's That's fine, yeah, I mean, I'm guilty of not participating in some social media, but of course, I read people and I like it, I share it. <laughs> I send it to you all the time. <laughs> you know, I say, Kyle like, read this or watch yeah. this video. You do exactly the same. But yeah, I mean, I just, I'm not a, a big participant on, you know, retweeting and liking on YouTube the content there. But it is very true. And that's that should not be also your catalyst for creating uh, the content and your incentive for creating, oh, I didn't have a lot of likes I didn't people didn't retweet my tweet thus. It doesn't count. No, I mean look at titans of their industry. Seth Godding, for example. This guy posts every single day for every day. I, I don't remember how many years. Maybe might be more than a decade. Who knows? But yeah, he posts a blog post every, every single day. And he's
1: very successful. Does he need to do it? <laughs> well, <mean? laughs>
0: he still does it for some reason. I would say If he's doing it, then he knows something that we don't, probably. Yeah, there's value in that. Yeah. And many, many others, titans in their fields, they just keep getting at it. They know something. That's my opinion.
1: So that's it. And they're also looking for the right engagement, not for any engagement. Yeah. And haters gonna hate. (laughs) So if you have haters, just ignore them. Yeah. (laughs) So, next objection iOS developers have against creating content. I'm not experienced enough to write quality content. Yeah, That's a common misconception. Yeah. That you need to be experienced to deliver value. No, you don't. For example, if you are a beginner and you are documenting your journey as a beginner, you're going to help so many beginners They are in the same journey as you. First of all, to feel that they are not alone. And maybe if you feel alone, by creating content, you're going to find other people that will engage with you and say, hey, I'm in the same boat, you know? Exactly. So, yes, you can deliver value. Yeah. If you talk to your audience. The problem is if you are a beginner and you want to pretend that you are an experienced developer. No, that's going to backfire. Don't do it. Just be yourself. For example, you're learning about map or flat map. Write about it. Yeah. Write your findings. First of all, it's going to be super helpful for your learning experience. Because when you write down what you learned, you learn twice as much. Yeah. Because just reading something is not enough. You need to apply the principles. And when you are writing a blog post about it, you're going to go the extra mile to make sure that you are right about what you're writing. That's, that's because it. Because you don't want to be wrong. Thus, you're going to enhance your journey your learning experience and you're going to help other beginners that also have the same problems as you because they are going to see how you approach this from a point of view of a beginner. Sometimes it's hard to learn about a concept when you're learning it from a super experienced developer yeah, because this developer
0: is not talking to you as a beginner. Yeah, it goes for both ways. A, you cannot relate to the more experienced developer. The more experienced developer, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter how how good they are or how... Empathetic they are. They're just going to miss some of the difficulties the more juniors are are having because that was like years ago. They had to break these objections in their brain like years ago. So... Mm -hmm. They're operating in a different level. So I totally agree with that. I also agree with the fact that you're going to have to put yourself out there. So this means that you're going to have to review your work. You're going to have to be sure about what you're posting or at least have some some level of certainty for what you're actually writing or recording. So I think this is a tremendous way for learning or improving your learning. And if you
1: are afraid that you're going to write something that is going to be wrong, that's probably going to happen. And if it happens and someone goes there and say, hey, this is wrong, you just learned something new. Exactly. It's win-win. You cannot lose. Exactly. You cannot lose. You say something
0: wrong, someone corrected you, you learned. Thank you, sir. Thank you, mom. You know, that's it. <laughs> like, you just learn, you correct, you go edit, just say, okay, it's updated. I learned this new thing now. Life goes on. On to the next yeah. one. On to the next one. And yeah. then that's it. You're going to learn much faster if people are correcting you. Yes. <laughs> that's that's so for sure. That's
1: a benefit. If you think that's a negative, let's turn it into a positive. Yeah. If you're wrong, someone's going to correct you. Then you're right and you learn. And don't forget to go there to the blog post and add, add an update so others can follow how you found out the right approach. That's it. So no excuses. If you are a beginner, yes, you can deliver a lot of value. And if there is a company looking for junior developers and they're going to see that you're already dedicating so much time to your career, you're going to have more opportunities there. You're going to have more chances of getting that job. You're going to have more opportunities. You're not an unknown person now. Yeah. You have a trace online. You're building a reputation. Yeah. So, even if you're a beginner, post content. Next objection. It is hard to create content in English. It takes me twice the time to write an article. Well, it doesn't have to be in English, first of all. You can talk directly to your target audience in your native language. No problem with that. I follow a lot of
0: developers they are writing Portuguese. Exactly. And this is a fantastic opportunity to reach even more people. And you can just start with your audience that speaks your native tongue. So, start there. Start small. And... uh, If English is uh, is a problem for you, obviously you need to improve there because software development is easier than in English. Basically, English is the universal language for writing software, so you need to improve there. And as you do that, you just start popping a blog post or two in English, and you pick it up from there.
1: And if you want to write content in English, it's likely that you want to find opportunities in some English speaking country, Mm -hmm. either remote or relocating. So, creating content will help you improve your grammar. will help you improve how you communicate in English. So, I don't see any downsides to that. Yeah. Even if it takes double the time, but it's going to make you better at a skill that you need to achieve your goals, yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Now, if you don't have any plans of moving abroad, you don't want to improve your English, just write in your native language. No problem. Again, make it easy. Otherwise, are not going to do it. First, be consistent then be excellent. So consistency first. What is easy for you now? In your native language? Do it in your native language. As you increase your consistency, the excellence will start going up. You're going to get better at it. Your grammar will be better. Your vocabulary will be better. Your writing skills will be better. Which will also increase your opportunities.
0: Exactly. And creating a presence in your country that can lead to things that you perhaps cannot imagine right now. For example, to bring a conference in your city or other many cities or start some meetups and uh, help other developers network and connect with each other. But how all these things are going to start? You know, probably someone with the influence needs to be A founding part for such initiatives. So we've seen it numerous times. People with big audiences in certain places, they started such initiatives. Yeah. And a lot of people just benefit weekly now. That's it. So you can establish an online presence
1: in your native country or globally, depending on your goals. And you can also use tools that can help you write in English. Mm -hmm. Right. You can use, I don't know, Grammarly, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Even if needed, just get a paid subscription. Yeah, I mean it's a good investment. You're gonna write better. Yeah, everyone needs to know how to write better. If you're sending emails to a company that you you want to work for, you better write a good email. You don't want to have a bunch of spelling mistakes. So just invest in some software that can help you write better. Yeah. Next objection iOS developers have against creating content. There are a lot of people publishing content already. I don't want to have just another blog talking about the same things. Yes, there's a lot of people, they understand the value of creating content and they're ahead of you already creating content, (laughs) right? Yes, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't understand the part of talking about the same things. Well, talk about other things then. Yeah.
0: (laughs) why do you have to talk about the same things? I think it's because you read them and they stick to your brain and you think about them every day so you're not free to think about other ideas.
1: So I'm guilty of that because if I'm reading a good book when it's time for me to write I want to write about what I just read. Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to get my mind out of some content I've been reading recently. So if I'm following some blogs and then I want to write a blog post Instantly, my brain is going to go about talking about those topics. But I don't have to. So what do I do? Every time I have an idea, I write it down. So I have a list of topics I want to talk about when I'm writing blog posts, when I'm creating videos, when we are creating these podcasts. Right. And we have a huge backlog of ideas. So when I don't want to be just another one talking about the same thing, I have a huge backlog of ideas that can go there and talk about something that I see that no one is talking about. So every time you have an idea about a content you can create, write a very, very quick paragraph about it and put in a backlog of ideas. Come back to it after some time. Keep doing it consistently and we'll have a backlog of ideas that you can choose from. Yeah. So you're not going to be another one talking about the same things. You'll be you talking about interesting things that are interesting to you and that will resonate with other like-minded people.
0: Yeah, for sure. On the other hand, I don't think, personally, I don't feel it is such a bad idea to talk about topics that have been already published. You know, like, Hmm. let's say, for example, I follow you, I follow your blog, and sure, you say you, you want to write about stuff that you already read, right? But now, I haven't read that. I haven't read what you read. So, of course, I want to know right. what you think is important because I have the same values, perhaps, as you do, or I respect your work. So, I mean, maybe it's a bit in our head, you know, that, hey, everyone knows about MapReduce or, you know, how to use core data, or, but I don't MVC. think so. Yeah, MVC. I don't think so. But even if you're writing about MVC
1: that everyone is talking about, you can bring a different perspective. And help people see
0: it from a different angle. Exactly. Exactly. And you can also provide references. You know, for me, this is like probably the most important thing. Provide references to other sources because now if I see your sources, I can, I can subscribe to those sources and I can expand even more my horizons and learn even more. So yeah, again, I think there is. Tremendous value for talking about the same kind of topics, but just present them differently, you know, from a different perspective. As you just said, just don't copy and paste. Just say your opinion there.
1: And if you are referencing someone, add a reference. Give credit to them. Yeah. So that's it. There is no problem talking about the same things. But you can also talk about things that no one is talking about. It's a choice. So, those are the common objections. One, I don't have time, but you don't need to dedicate a lot of time to that. Start small, consistency before excellence. Two, no one reads, likes, or watches my content. You don't need a lot of engagement, you just need the right engagement. Three, I'm not experienced enough to write quality content. You don't need to be very experienced. Even total beginners can deliver value by sharing their journey and helping others they are in the same boat. Fourth, it is hard to create content in English. It takes me twice the time to write it. You don't need to write it in English. You can write it in your native language. No problem with that. And if you want to get better at English or find opportunities in English-speaking countries or companies, then that's a great practice to improve your vocabulary, your grammar and your writing in English. But it doesn't have to be in English. And finally, the last one. There are a lot of people publishing content already. I don't want to be just another one. Well, we don't need to be just another one. Just be you. Write about your journey. About your experience. Share with others. And show a different point of view. About the same topics. Or talk about things that no one is talking about. It's a choice.
0: Exactly. I think it's fair to say that If you want to have an excuse for not writing, for not creating content, you're going to find an excuse. Infinite. Uh, Yes, exactly. It doesn't matter what (laughs) we say here. So, yeah, uh, if you think that's that you don't have time or you can't write because someone else has already taken the topic, sure, you're not going to do it. But... Again, we should repeat that creating content is a tremendous investment you can do for your career. It's going to pay dividends big time. Here, you had also our personal story. This is how we met actually. And yeah, it has helped both of us a lot, to say the least. That's why we
1: don't run after opportunities anymore. The companies come to us. Exactly. The opportunities come to us because we keep producing content and we are consistent with our message, with what we care about. We care about technical excellence and helping other developers achieve technical excellence. And that's the people that engage with us. That's the kind of developers that engage with us. That's the kind of companies that engage with us. So we are always working in great projects with like-minded people. That's it. And if that's what you want for your career, creating content is one of the best investments you can make. It's easy and cheap to start, so there are no excuses. Just do it consistently. Consistency before excellence. And if you want to know more about our work, you can go to academy.essentialdeveloper.com.
0: Okay, this is going to do it for this edition of the iOS Essentials. Leave us your comments, share your feedback, give us our thoughts, and we'll see you all again next time. Bye, y'all. See ya.